Hello and welcome to the Psychic Stories podcast, encouraging conversations about mental health. Today I'm speaking to Jason Farr. Jason has been a personal trainer for the past 12 years, uh, specialising in corrective exercise and holistic health. Jason, thanks for coming on the show and sharing your experiences and insights with us. Thank you for having me. So we've, we've, the goal with this podcast is that we, the goal with all of these podcasts is that we want to have an open and honest conversation about mental health. And ultimately, we want to get some insight into the tools and techniques that have helped you, um, but also things that are available for other people to, to try and to uh, look into and potentially could help them with their mental health. So that's what we try and do with these podcasts. Yeah. Um, sure. we've, we've been talking about doing one of these for ages um, because I know that you've got an interest and you've kind of uh, started to get quite a lot of experience in cold water exposure. Uh, there's mm. different ways of calling it, right? Cold water therapy. Yeah, um, cold water immersion. I mean, it, um, it depends whether you want to, some people just kind of swim in cold water and don't necessarily think of the 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 mental benefits or physical benefits. They just kind of enjoy it. Uh, other people is more of a sort of conscious thing. Um, yeah, I kind of came, I, I started just, um yeah sea swimming really um but in a wetsuit um this was more it was more for sort of uh training to do triathlon stuff yeah. uh, and my swimming was always pretty shocking so i sort of had a few lessons and then found myself getting sort of quite enjoying the actual swimming but not being very good uh and then yeah, and meet some sort of friends and people doing it through, yeah, through the groups from uh, Facebook groups and, and you know, all the uh, WhatsApp groups. Um, had you done, had you, there. had you trained <clears throat> in swimming? So to do, to do triathlons, you must have at least had some skill of swimming an element of it, I guess. Um, but not to that only distance. from no only from what like you would do at you know primary school, school. like I, I, I thought i could kind of i can get in a pool and not drown but that doesn't really count as um swimming so i i, I had some lessons um yeah sort of like the freestyle proper sort of freestyle technique and sort of realized there was a bit more to it than just kind of you know waving your arms and kicking um so that was what kind of actually got me into I mean the, the the actual I mean say triathlon but I mean there's obviously various distances of triathlon I've not done you know like an iron full iron man or whatever which is you know near, nearly four kilometer swims with insane kind of bike rides and then a marathon yeah um, but yeah it was the the, the lessons got me to it and then I met sort of some um few people through the the kind of open water side of that and then yeah we just we again the, the, the other sort of chap that um we did a few triathlons with we, we we were similar sort of standard of swimming which was pretty rubbish really um but we both enjoyed it and yeah. it was, we could sort of tell that there was something in it from when we were going in the sea uh, with the wetsuits on, kind of in the winter, and sort of thinking, what what are we doing? But getting in and sort of feeling good afterwards, maybe sort of shivering a little bit. Um, so then, so it was more. That's when I I sort of started to think, well, actually, it's just more about the kind of uh, the, the the immersion in in the cold water rather than the, the swimming and the exercise. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then sort of that's. That was probably about three years ago, um, and then I sort of continued to to do the swimming in the sea, and it's only really been the last, uh, well, this is to be the first kind of year that I'll be swimming in the sea, but without a wetsuit, which is a bit more challenging and a bit obviously you feel the cold a lot more, um, yeah. and there seems to be quite a lot of people doing it i don't obviously the 
being in the lockdown, there being not a lot else to do and being the pools being closed, that's probably a factor. But I, I don't think it's just a a fad thing that, that's, I think people seem to be doing it, realising the benefits of it and then continuing it in some form, maybe not necessarily going to extremes of, of you know, swimming in the Arctic or whatever, but I think people are... Challenging uh, them themselves yeah cold water a bit yeah because yeah, I, 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 I think i had heard i'd heard of it from speaking to you but then also somebody mentioned to me um that he'd he'd read an interview with a sort of successful businessman or something that said that every morning he has or every morning and afternoon he has an like an ice cold shower to almost yeah. like kind of wake his his brain up but also try and retain information that he'd learned that day or something like that. And it, this was just sort of a brief conversation, but it's, yeah, that was the first time I thought, okay, this is, this is actually a, a thing. And then through speaking to you about it and, and doing a little bit of reading on it, um, what, what are the benefits that you kind of knew of? Did you, did you, so once, so you were doing your swimming then you start yeah. to think actually the it's the immersion stuff and the temperature side that is having an effect or is, is what you're interested in. Did you, what benefits did you kind of read up on and, and did you notice any of the benefits in yourself? Um, I suppose when I first doing it, it wasn't really like, I sort of enjoyed it, but there wasn't I wasn't necessarily conscious of any kind of real, benefits of um i suppose i i was a bit more um had maybe a sort of a greater tolerance to the cold i suppose like so in the winter i wasn't getting as as cold i suppose i i thought one, i remember one of the guys um you know friend ryan who i'd met who was sort of like he'd sort of noticed that you know every people have been ill you know generally the the time of year that people start to get flus and stuff, colds and things. So well, you notice that we haven't haven't had that, or you know, just feeling generally kind of stronger, or um, you know, immune system is better, not getting as many illnesses, things like that. And I was like, oh, I suppose hadn't really noticed it until that point. And then you know, when you sort of start becoming conscious of it, that's when you start then thinking, well, actually, I've got a bit of a runny nose now, I've got a bit of a sore throat, or whatever. But, you know, the kind of psychological stuff, but. Mm. Um, I'm feeling that now more so since I've been consciously doing the actual cold water immersions, which has probably been the last couple of months where I've been uh, going every day. Uh, would be in the sea, be in, uh, basically I've got like a bin that I've just filled with water. So it's kind of my, a makeshift kind of plunge pool. So um, as I have been yeah, making sure I, I am in, cold water every day for I don't know, somewhere between five ten minutes maybe 20 minutes if it's in the sea and I'm swimming not just sitting in a bin but um that's the so less that since, less glamorous sort of adventurous version. yeah yeah the kind of yeah that's a bit more that's purely immersion obviously not getting too much fun out of it although saying that you do kind of go into a bit of a um I'd say med meditative state, but you can sort of you know focus on your breathing and just kind of sit there and 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 just be, as it were, hmm. um, which you've ne don't necessarily get the time to do, uh, as as you know, with a with a young one running around and um, various things. So it's um, last night it was at ten thirty, and I thought. I'm going to get in the bin. So I did, um, got into my trunks and sat in, and it was, yeah, it was quite cold, but I'm, I think I'm getting a bit more used to it now and I'm getting a bit, um, I wouldn't say it's, uh, I suppose it's easier. It's more the actual response of, um, of getting in. It sort of takes your breath away a little bit, but, um, yeah. Do you learn how to deal with that? Because all I can relate it to is when you're, walking into the sea or a swimming pool or something on holiday and that first plunge or the first sort of dip underwater is yeah a is a challenge do, do you learn to 
figure out how to to deal with that you just sort of tense up and and that just gets easier and easier and easier i mean the the thought of it is still is like a bit like oh god i don't you know the i think the the, the anticipation is probably the worst bit but when you actually get in right when i get in the sea or or, or in the bin so <laughs> what kind of bins just so people can picture it what kind of bin is it like, like a, a massive wheelie bin Massive not a massive, not, not not the really big ones, but like you know the the kind of like an industrial normal. waste bin, like that you'd find out the back of a, a supermarket. Uh, not that big. The, the kind of the plastic ones that. Oh, like um, a as, like you have outside your house, would you put your? Yeah, yeah, like those ones, just oh, probably okay. slightly bit deeper. Um, but yeah, you, yeah, you're getting in. Um, but I think the, the actual. Once you get in, and you sort of, I think tensing up is the worst thing. You actually have to kind of try and relax, just deep, deep breathe, breathe through it, and then kind of almost let the let the cold kind of take hold, as 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 it were. And you just kind of, yeah. And I think the first minute you're kind of like, what, what am I doing? Mm. But then after that, you sort of breathe through it get out and you feel you do feel good you get this sort of in i guess the endorphins flowing you've got uh, there's various chemicals in your in your brain that kind of start working i think um i don't know the exact sort of science something definitely something happens even from my from the the whole sort of dipping yourself in the pool or the sea thing it's like it's kind of exciting and makes you laugh or it's sort of, yeah it, there's something that it does to your a reaction that it has with your body that mm. i can imagine actually is once you once you learn to not fear it and once it becomes like part of your routine imagine that's quite like gets your adrenaline going yeah it's, it's sort of empowering you're doing you're taking yourself you're willingly taking yourself out of your out of your comfort zone and you're putting like you know an environmental stress on your body which we, you know, we, we all kind of live in, you know, comfort. We live in heated houses and we're kind of all, all kept at the same temperature and we don't generally like going out in the cold in the winter and whatever. So it's, it's, it's basically like, you know, it's, you have to sort of view it like you would view exercise, that you feel good after you've done it. You don't necessarily want to do it. but yeah, like, like after like going on a run, you feel really good, get the endorphins flowing and you feel, yeah, just good feeling. The blood's flowing around your body, getting to, getting all the nutrients and whatever around to the, to the muscles. Um, can you, and, and, again, and as, as a PT, can you see the similarities of what it does compared to something like going for a run? I know they're completely different types of, activity but like can you see any comparison to between sort of certain exercises and cold water immersion um uh comparisons as in i mean with the, the benefits i mean you get the same kind of you know benefits probably like increased energy better circulation all those kind of things probably similar yeah um it's just it's just obviously the first time you do it it is it's different and yeah, you don't want to do it or even just, you know, not necessarily going in the sea, but say just having a quick cold shower, you would, everything, when you, you know, go to turn the knob down to cold, you, there's going to be a lot of resistance. Your brain's going to be saying, no, don't do it. Like, what? And you're probably thinking, no, I don't really want to do this, but mm-hmm. you do it, you, you kind of, yeah, you obviously will gasp and it will take your breath away, but um, I think you get, used to that response and it gives the skin you know the skin is the biggest organ in the body right and so that's getting a good workout you're training all the um all the little muscles in your capillaries and veins which again as, as Wim Hof says is um I don't know the exact amount of the exact figure but it's something we're around about I don't know 70,000 miles worth of veins and capillaries in inside your body mm. right which is you go around the world twice or something like that 
in one person's body so that every um every little muscle that you know opens opens valves and whatever to, to let blood in and, and out gets a gets a workout when you're exposed to the cold yeah um so i think that's again something that's important for us to not necessarily important but um yeah just going into the cold is quite it's quite a simple uh thing not necessarily easy to do for some people if you if you're quite if you hate the cold but it's it's not like a a new complex thing it's something that we have been doing probably since the beginning of time going into cold water being exposed to the cold water mm. whether it's to hunt or fish or wash or whatever it's so yeah i think there is something there i think we'll see a lot more people doing it talking about it and um yeah just to um it's actually and it's something that everybody everybody can do it's not expensive you can you can do it in your shower or bath or whatever mm. at home um mm. And actually, the the probably just thinking as you were talking, the the most mainstream like version of it was probably that ice bucket challenge. That everybody that just sort yeah, of yeah, took yeah. over everything, mm. and without without people even thinking about it. Actually, yeah, that was like a really quick cold water experience that was like mm. uh, was almost entertainment and. Uh, yeah, it was the challenge, wasn't it? And I guess all, all of this, whether you're doing it in the sea or the shower or being in your garden or whatever, it's like challenging yourself to do something. And yeah. whether that's, that's exercise or, or whatever other challenges people are doing, if if it's if you if you're taking on a challenge and you're doing it, that's got to be good for your your morale and your your mental health, I guess. Ultimately, yeah, absolutely. I think that's where the the, the mindset kind of discipline bit comes into it as well because you're yeah you are i say taking yourself out of your comfort zone and it's um and it's weirdly kind of again speaking from my own personal experience it's sort of weirdly addictive um i guess you know some people obviously people do become addicted to exercise or maybe it's the addicted to the feeling that you get afterwards um not not entirely sure on that one but there is and it's doing it with with other people obviously at the moment it's um difficult to do that but even just going with someone else makes it i don't know if it enhances the experience or more of it just kind of makes it probably easier to go in if you know someone else is, is doing it as well um and and especially again it, in the current situation that's going on it's um i think it's important for mental health and to be getting out of the house and getting some natural sunlight and natural natural kind of stimulus from the environment and just kind of embracing the cold basically yeah um so it's part of your so now it's kind of part of your daily routine is where do you where do you take it from there so like you've progressed for from initially wearing wetsuits in the sea to I'm guessing guessing now as well as not wearing a wetsuit in the sea you don't wear a wetsuit when you do it at home either so like where do you how can you progress or do you just do it more do do you progress to twice a day or well I mean yeah it depends what what you want to get out of it really because the if I was going for a longer swim in the sea or more of a uh, a swim that was sort of more focused on on distance then I probably would have to wear a wetsuit um, at the moment anyway um because yeah, I mean, I'd still get you still would again if you get cold, but the wetsuit would just obviously keeps your core temperature, stops your core temperature from dropping, and it kind of it would insulate you a bit more from the cold. But you still will feel the cold eventually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I suppose it really depends what what I'm looking to get out of it. I suppose just a bit more seeing. I suppose it's seeing challenging yourself, seeing how far you can go with it. Not that I'm gonna. Be attempting to kind of break any world records like Wim Hof of sitting in a a bar full of ice for nearly two hours, but um, I'll probably 
look to try and get the water I mean the water naturally will be getting colder anyway into the winter and then I'll just kind of see really I mean I, I, I've never really been um, someone that that I, that I know of that suffers from any kind of um, mental health issues but I think it's I've definitely seen benefits from this as sleeping maybe sort of better quality sleep or, or just um, yeah maybe deeper sleep um, increased energy um, anything else but um, all of that helps your mental health yeah yeah yeah. Um, even, even if like you were saying it's taking you away from being a parent for for 10 minutes like, <clears throat> like you've got a child like kid, kids are stressful you've got a mm. wife wives wives can be stressful hopefully she doesn't listen to this um but you know like life as an adult uh, as, a, as a husband and a dad and things are stressful so sometimes you need um it's an escape something to to kind of help your mental health even if you not, don't necessarily think oh, i'm i'm suffering from any kind of mental health issue mm. um i think sometimes it's it's good to have something that can kind of be your escape and this sounds like a good one because it's it's yeah it's it's yeah. it's 10 10 minutes away on your own thinking focusing on your breathing and I know we're going to talk about breathing exercises, but it's like a few different things kind of combined in, in one almost. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I think there is, um, again, there's the, I mean, it depends on you know, what you be trying to, to get out of it. But I think most, no matter what background you're from, if you're kind of like a, a, a um, looking to improve, you know your sports performance i think that can be um you can have faster recovery through uh, you know people the sports stars that have ice bars after you know after you know tennis players or whatever or i think any elite sports players mm. yeah sort of sit, sit in ice baths afterwards for sort of recovery um i think that just yeah reduces your reduces the inflammation and and allows the yeah, muscles to recover faster i think generally it will lower your your heart rate you're getting a good sort of not like a i suppose you are getting a cardiovascular workout from from the maybe more an ice bath i suppose but um as long as, yeah i'm not really sure how cold you have to go really to kind of see kind of benefits i think some people have said below anything below say 15 degrees Celsius. yeah that's um, what i read actually yeah because when i was reading up on it earlier yeah the, the the sort of description of cold water exposure or cold water therapy is a it's a practice of using water that's around 15 degrees celsius hmm. so but like have you have you measured the temperature of when you do the baths at home, I guess you, you can't measure the sea temperature, or can you? Have you got apps and things? That... Yeah, well, we've got. I've actually just used like a, just a duck, like a bath thermometer for for babies. But um, <laughs> yeah, just that. Um, I don't how, know how, how cold how do you go? Um, well, the coldest I've been is about at home that I've measured is about maybe seven degrees. Um, the sea so far this year hasn't been below 10 degrees according to my duck um there's i mean but again the the um most kind of local facebook over water group they're always sort of posting in, in there that everyone seems to get different temperature readings but it's around you know roughly sort of at the moment between 10 to 12 degrees which yeah it's pretty it's pretty cold yeah. Into. Um, I'm not sure yeah about getting into like ice baths just yet, and I'd, I'd need some sort of ice machine and a, yeah that would make a lot of ice. But um, maybe that's how you maybe that's how you can step up the bin version is to add a bag of ice to mm. it, and I guess that would yeah drop the temperature. So I'd, you I'd need tap from the outside 
You just do water from the outside tap. Yeah, water from the outside tap. I well, just kind of left it in there. I probably need to change it actually, but you change it sort of once a week. Um, and again, it's that I, I still sort of I won't go in tonight because I went I went for a swim earlier today. But the feeling of of when I'm about to when I know that I'm about to go in, it's like it's just sort of yeah, like a nervous, horrible feeling of all. I don't really want to, but I know I'm, I know I'm gone. I'm going to, and I'm going to feel better. I get the same sort of thing that you get, you know, resistance of, of you think, oh, I don't really want to go to the gym. I don't want to go for a run, mm. but you know, you feel better after it. I mean, I, you do, but with the, um, getting in the, like the sea swims more so, you have the, there's something called after drop, which is basically when you, when you get out, I say, I'd say within the 20 minutes, you start to sort of feel, you know, to the point where you think, oh, when you're swimming, you're not really thinking about it. You don't feel that cold. And then you, you uh, when you get out, you feel okay. But then after about 10 minutes, you really get, start to get the shivers. You just shake quite a lot where your body's um, warming up. Well, the, the cold blood from your extremities starts to recirculate with the warm blood yeah. from your core. So then you start to shake quite violently as I did today. But uh, yeah, it lasts about 10 minutes, you kind of breathe through it and then you, yeah, you sort of feel good. But that's... Um, that's part, is that part of the experience that's actually grown So to... far, I believe it is. I mean, the, the, the Wim Hof talks about, talks about being able to sort of uh, cont- control that kind of feeling. I suppose the same in the same that the same way that you would you talked about saying like you would stop yourself from sneezing and that kind of thing but when you so I, I guess he he has kind of got more control over his uh autonomic nervous system yeah. supposedly anyway um so yeah so anyway so yeah, so yeah, Wim Hof leading on to Wim Hof. Yeah, let's talk Wim Hof. Um, Apart from having this, the best name ever, he's also got a pretty cool nickname, the Ice Man. He's a good name, the Ice Man. Yeah, um, he's so a Dutch. He's yeah. a Dutch extreme athlete. So this is my my pre research. Extreme yeah. athlete uh, who is known for his ability to withstand freezing temperatures, and he's got a whole. He's broken a whole bunch of Guinness records. Yeah, um, yeah he's he's hardcore into to the cold mm. not even just the cold the freezing the, the freezing yeah the um he's there's a lot of people now that kind of follow him and he's got his own kind of i guess community of, of people and it's pretty hard to you know not come across his name when you start delving into kind of cold water immersion and the benefits and um yeah so i read his book recently or listened to his book on audible um and yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's quite an interesting guy, a bit of, um, some would say he's a bit, of a bit of a nutter, a bit of a sort of freak of nature as such, but uh, he maintains that anybody can do what he's done with the right mindset, um, cold exposure and, and breathing exercises being these kind of three main uh, pillars of the, of the Wim Hof method. Um, so yeah, so I've sort of tried some of well, obviously doing the cold exposure, then the breathing exercises is is one that he does. It's quite a sort of simple one. I think we spoke about it before um, when you said it was like I think you spoke about um, tenet. You know what they do in in tenet when they they hold their breath going into that. Um, oh, it's a train. Chamber. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this I think with free divers again would do something like this to to kind of. Um, again, it's about training your, uh, well, uh, you're kind of overloading your system with, with oxygen and then. Yes. I remember. Yeah. You told me about breathing. this. You told me about this recently, right? So you kind of breathe yeah. in a lot, breathe in a lot yeah. initially to, yeah. To so basically you would hyperventilate kind of thing, like deep breaths for sort of 30 or 40 breaths. And then on the last one you breathe out. And then you just hold your breath or you stop breathing basically until you feel you need to. 
and it's quite sort of surprising how long you can go and also the feeling that you, that sort of euphoric feeling you then get when you breathe back in and hold your breath um and yeah and that's what um sort of Wim Hof uses to kind of train his uh you know um disciples as it were or people that he's um taken on up to Mount Kilimanjaro and he's, he's done um yeah so he, t he basically trained a load of people that were had no kind of experience in climbing mountains or or anything like that and then he yeah he took them up to Kilimanjaro by training them in with these breathing exercises and cold exposure like, yeah I think he trained them for something like I think he said initially he was going to, he needed 10 days and I think he did it after four days said they were ready. Um, again, he was someone that's always trying to sort of push the, push the limits of, of people. Um, and yeah, so, so the, the breathing exercise, I think he would basically just would do that for they'd lie down or sit down, breathe in like 30 or 40 times, hold their breath and you do sort of do that for an hour and that supposedly kind of gets more oxygen into the brain gets your body kind of uh being able to cope without having oxygen so i guess that's how they dealt with going at high altitude um you know and not kind of getting i think some of them did get the um altitude sickness or the acute mountain sickness mm. but um yeah so so that yeah, the breathing exercise is being sort of one of the main parts of his his method um so i've, I've been, so i haven't been as doing those as as much recently but when you make time to do that, you know, it's only sort of 15, 20 minutes or so of just doing that. You can do that through the, either the app or you can just, well, you don't need an app. You can just sit down and breathe. But you, I do find a couple of times there's, I think I was forcing the, the exhale or forcing the breathe out part too much. And there's something called tetany, which is like where, um pushing the carbon dioxide out of your body i was i was finding oh, my, my hands were kind of going like that and so i was lying down thinking i can't actually move my hands right now this feels a bit weird and you can feel lightheaded apparently lightheaded is fairly normal um so it does kind of emphasize that you should breathe in deeply and just let it go rather than forcing it out which wow which obviously i didn't know um that sounds like but an yeah, extreme, extreme I, I guess, yeah, my, my knowledge of breathing exercises is, is people obviously, I guess they do it to handle stress or to, to sort of de-stress and handle anxiety and things like that. But actually, do you think that one is more of a training, training your body sort of for endurance almost? Do you find that it, it helps you de-stress maybe because you're having to just focus on your breath, which has that sort of, yeah, there is that. I, mean, I tend to sort of zone out a bit when I do it, which I don't know if that's, again, part of the, um, the, the you know, my, my body not being used to kind of not dealing, dealing without having oxygen. So I don't know. And I think there is, um, that is quite a common symptom, I think, that you start to not hallucinate, but almost zone out. And people have been known to sort of faint. So you, you just sort of, um, say not to do it, do the breathing exercise in water or while you're driving or anything like that. Um, but no, I, I, I sort of, um, I don't really, I, I thought I'd try them, but it wasn't really, I feel good after doing them, but it wasn't really any like, um, uh, I suppose it probably lowered my, my heart rate. Mm. Um, so, but then it also kind of, because I think he does them in the morning. He says, you know, that people generally talk about doing it as they get, yeah, get up and do it sort of straight away yeah. before you've eaten. And apparently that you get more sort of benefit if you haven't, if you haven't eaten. Um, 
but yeah, um, I've, I've tried sort of doing it. I tried doing it in the morning, tried doing it at night. It didn't. Yeah, it, I didn't sort of feel like overly kind of like, yeah, this is amazing. I'm glad I'm doing it. But you, yeah, you do feel good after doing it. Um, I wouldn't sort of. Yeah, it's again, it's quite sort of simple. You don't have to kind of doesn't have to be over complicated. You got some people kind of time, you know, and want to sort of see this progression. So the time the you know your attention time which is how long you can hold your breath for um it, it naturally gets longer i think by the third or fourth time i was going to nearly three minutes without breathing and we're not even really being that aware of it but also by that time as well i'd start to sort of sometimes be like i can't remember even if I need to breathe in or, or do I, you know, it's a weird sort of feeling, almost like not, not hallucinated sort of feeling, but it's, um, yeah, uh, an odd feeling. So definitely make sure you're sort of sitting down or lying down. if you, if you, if you do try them. Yeah. Um, and with someone around, I guess, for, if you're going to try it first, you know, for the first time, have somebody there. I was gonna, it, it sounds, maybe it sounds more extreme and scary yeah, than, it than it is. But it's it's challenging again, he does body, it. I guess, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. But it's again, it's so simple because we, we you know we all breathe, um, and but we don't necessarily consciously breathe. So this is just kind of adding a sort of a more, you know, something that that we can all do. Everyone has the can sit down and do this this sort of exercise. It's not like you like normal exercise where you know you say I'll go out for a run. You go, I can't run. I'm my knees hurt or I'm overweight or whatever so everyone can do this which again is the good thing and it's and it's a simple thing um he does yeah he's sort of said that there's more ben but not more benefit but doing it in a group would potentially don't know if it again enhances the experience but he is clips of him doing it with you know room full of people and all sorts of kind of odd responses is one woman who just was in like laughing on the um on the retention part so she would yeah, hold her breath and just start laughing and didn't really know why i don't even know if she was conscious that she was laughing there was someone else i think it was someone else who was started crying and he was, was explaining it as all these all these um, emotions that being let out or i guess that's getting a bit more kind of spiritual now but um mm. yeah i don't whether there's anything in that not really sure just try it yourself i suppose and yeah and see um it's interesting yeah it's it's it does i suppose compared to to some of the more well-known breathing exercises that are almost maybe to sort of um give you a chance to to focus on your own thoughts and your own breath and things like that it's uh which i guess this is doing but actually it's doing it does does is the idea that actually then you'd use that that new skill of being able to hold your breath longer you'd use that with the cold water immersion you'd sort of use the breathing exercises and that as a combination um I'm not really sure. I think it's it definitely. I find when I get into the cold water, you do find yourself just breathing deeper. Uh, I think again, that's that's not something that you consciously do. It's just something that happens automatically, and there must be a reason for that. And like maybe uh, he always says that when you breathe deep, you're um, you're uh, reducing the acidity or making your body more alkaline. Um, Again, I'm not really sure what the, the benefits of that, but supposedly it's better if you're if you're if you're in a more alkaline state. Um, so, so yeah, but I'm not so the actual cold water and the breathing. I think they're just sort of things that you can do to kind of uh, what reduce your sort of depression if you're if you're you know you're breathing deeper your theory you're getting more kind of oxygen into your deeper parts of the brain through the breathing exercises 
you're doing the, the same as coupled with the cold water exposure, you're getting your skin's getting getting a workout. You're you're getting this blood blood flow from the extremities. Going to yeah, I think you've got yeah better circulation, which probably means more nutrients are getting into sort of deeper parts of your of your brain maybe i think that's so um i think it can definitely help with depression anxiety there's a list here of the um, sort of diseases or autoimmune conditions that are have been that what wim hof claims that so depression anxiety uh, rheumatoid arthritis crohn's disease eczema psoriasis which are all kind of these ones are all autoimmune diseases um parkinson's lyme's disease even things like dementia and cancer he would claim i think there are people that claim that they can either revert if they've either reversed their conditions or symptoms or at least can now kind of manage their their um conditions just yeah. by using the cold water. Cold water. Um, which, I mean, it's, it sounds, I don't know if it sounds crazy or not really, but it's sort of a simple solution, certainly. Uh, I think you have to have the, to kind of obviously believe that that, that can help. Um, yeah, I guess it's in about improving your if it improves your morale and your mindset and um and that can help you deal with things that you're going through and illnesses and aches and pains and things i guess like mm. I, I was the bits i was reading up on cold water exposure in general and yeah they said it's they they kind of said that there's no scientific there's not very much scientific proof yet but the benefits mm. That people have reported uh, are things like improved circulation, deep, deeper sleep, like you were saying, uh, a spike in energy levels, reduces inflammation in your body. Um, yeah. And then actually researchers did find that a program of short, twice daily cold showers has been known to decrease depressive symptoms. So mm. yeah, two times a day having a cold shower has been proven to have some kind of effect to people's mood mm. and people's morale so i think there's a lot of um cases and, a, and i guess a lot of proof out there that people are benefiting from it if there's loads of people doing it and there's facebook groups of people sharing tips and it's obviously having some kind of impact yeah i think yeah i, I think that's it mainly just through people talking about it and people sharing their own experiences and then people kind of then kind of go, well, I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, the actual science, I think, yeah, like I say, is um, is limited. They did quite a lot of experiments on on Wim Hof, but I, I think, I guess there's probably maybe a lack of, of people that are putting their hand up to sitting in ice baths with, you know, rectal thermometers or whatever they, they would use to kind of um, monitor but yeah, like you say, I think increased energy, better sleep is my my list of things. I mean, there's yeah, improves sports performance, faster recovery. That's I suppose for the more kind of um, sports sports minded sort of people. But generally, yeah, reduce stress levels, greater cold tolerance, enhanced creativity. I found. I mean, I suppose that would make sense if you've getting getting more blood flow blood flow to the brain. Mm. Um, but yeah, there was something about dementia as well. There was there was something quite recently. There was a I don't remember what paper it was in. I think it might have been on the BBC as well that they were saying that um, cold water swimmers um, had more. There was something about like a cold shock protein or something. They had greater levels of that, um, which had been shown to kind of. Um, like prevent dementia but it was yeah better brain health things like that which i guess would would make sense yeah. but some people will probably um not necessarily believe it until the the science says so um 
I think yeah. it's, so it's really it's about just taking yourself out of your comfort zone taking control of your own health if you if you do feel like you know this you've tried everything and nothing's worked then you know what's to we've got to lose from taking a cold shower you say once or twice a day or just even just turning the dial down a little bit and starting that way and just getting it gradually colder and colder or just think today I'm just going to have a I'm going to go as cold as I can go for 10 seconds and then and building from there and, and it's probably not going to be like an overnight thing of oh my god I, I I'm not depressed anymore or, or I've cured my arthritis but I, I think if you apply everything you know not necessarily all of the Wim Hof method things but uh, doing it for a sort of a substantial period of time I think most people feel some sort of benefit from it whether it is just better sleep or something but it's all going to contribute to, to mental health yeah even if it's just <clears throat> the sim the simplicity of breaking your routine a little bit of okay if you wake up and have a hot shower every day all of a sudden giving giving yourself 20 seconds of freezing cold is is going to switch things up a bit and it's going to make yeah. you start your day slightly differently to what you always do i mean i remember that this summer this summer felt really hot and and so i was just having more sort of warm cold showers and i did actually quite like it like i quite looked forward to sort of mid-afternoon when it was like peak heat just having a cold shower and coming out and feeling cold for a bit and, and yeah. just not being hot and sweaty and and actually probably that yeah that without me even really thinking about it I was, I was sort of dabbling with cold water exposure and um and just because mm. of the heat but actually it was it was probably having a, a bigger effect on my mood than than i thought yeah there's something you know your body was obviously telling you you wanted to be cold maybe i mean yeah i mean i'm not very good in the in the heat and i think there was a time in the in the summer where i was like oh god i can't wait for it to get cold which is mm. like you know it's a terrible thing to do to wish the summer and the nice weather away but um yeah whereas i don't know but, uh, i'm not sure whether this is you know coming back around to summer whether that's going to make me more kind of intolerant to the heat or not hopefully hopefully not i mean uh, i guess that's why people have um saunas and things like that but i know that's supposed to be like a good for your skin to sort of sweat out and sort of detox but them i think there must be something in in that of like the same thing of getting in a cold shower or cold bath for 10 minutes going in a sauna for, for 10 minutes as well i think might maybe could help with tolerance to the heat mm. um, and then having that again that environmental um, stressor from heat and cold I think is yeah definitely a good thing and something that maybe is uh, overlooked in sort of medicine and natural remedies yeah but who knows so one of the other things we were going to talk about, and is this one of Wim Hof's things, or is this just something that you've started to sort of do more more into? Is is mindset and commitment? Is that part of Wim Hof's sort of pillars? Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that's one of the the um, yeah. So his his three pillars there, I think, is yeah, mindset. It's just mindset, commitment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so breath, again, oh, breathing. Yeah, breathing, cold therapy, and and it's kind of so hard for me to say. Breathing, cold therapy, and commitment. Yeah, that's the pillars. Yeah, yeah. So the, I guess that's having the right the the yeah the right mindset to it. I guess it's determination and um, saying yeah, I will do this. We'll get in my ice bath or whatever. Um, and also kind of. I suppose in a way having the right mindset of oh, um, I'm going to do this. No, I'm just oh, I'm going to try. It. I'm going to have one ice bath and see how I feel. I'm always going to, I'm going to commit to doing it. Um, I suppose that maybe that's part of it. 
Um, and also just if you're, he would, he, he talks about kind of being able to sort of sit in an ice bath and almost kind of visualize like a fire in his, in his belly to sort of keep him warm. <clears throat> and, you know, whether anyone can do that or whether you sort of go, this sounds like a load of bollocks really. But I think there's a certain amount of, of, of mindset. You have to be obviously sort of focused if you're going to do something. It's, you, you know, some people are a bit kind of like, oh, well, I'll give it a go. And that's probably not the right, people would say that's not the right mindset. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I, I, when it comes to sort of applying the kind of the, the, the Wim Hof method, I think the breathing exercises are a bit more like, well, that's, this is what the breathing exercises are. Um, this is the, what the cold immersion is, whereas the, the kind of mindset, discipline, commitment side of it, that might, I mean, that might be more for him to kind of explain if you were wanted to become a, you know, a, a Wim Hof practitioner or probably do one of his actual courses online, which I know some people are, maybe he could explain more about that. But I mean, there's, um, there's another book that I read, which is called um, What Doesn't Kill Us, which was by a guy uh, called Scott Carney, who was basically a journalist who was sort of sent, he, he didn't know anything about Wim Hof, but was kind of sent to, to see Wim Hof to kind of almost expose him for just for another one of these fake gurus. Um, and he ended up kind of throwing himself into the method and kind of really sort of seeing something and joining, I think he was one of the guys that he, he went, went up Kilimanjaro, Mount Kilimanjaro with him. Mm. Um, and yeah, and he's sort of, and I think he's got another book out that's only just come out, um, which is again, sort of based on almost his interpretation of the, of the Wim Hof method. Uh, but it's really yeah, quite an interesting, interesting book. Um, talks quite a lot about, you know, the, the, the kind of inception of like tough mudders and all those kind of, you know, races, which are like, people want to almost punish themselves and people want to suffer because, well, yeah, I guess the same sort of things like, you know, running, running a marathon or, or doing any kind of extreme feat, I suppose to challenge yourself for one. And also, I don't, I don't, we maybe have this kind of innate kind of urge to do things that, you know, maybe we think we can't do or that might, not necessarily kill us because no, nobody wants to do it and die but I guess you maybe you'll feel that you you know make yourself a better person for doing it or become stronger for for putting yourself through that mm, you've achieved something um, yeah um yeah that's an interesting read and again he kind of goes through various um by the by the end of the the book He's kind of, well, I wouldn't say he's turns on Wim Hof, but he's sort of like goes, says, goes through phases where you kind of like think, right, oh, this guy's a this guy's amazing, this guy's a bit of a prophet, someone to sort of follow and, and, and whatever. And then there's other times where he's just thinking he's just a kind of a bit of a mad Dutchman who doesn't really sort of care about anyone. He's just a bit of a sort of egotistical maniac. But you know, you sort of take from it what you like anything you take from it. The best bits and what you kind of identify with and yeah. hopefully you can apply that to your own approach in life and get something good from it um and yeah i'm feeling good from doing the the cold water thing i'm not sure whether it's just like if i will kind of go further with it and see how far i can turn myself i, I don't think i'm going to be setting any records or, or swimming in the arctic or anything but it's it's something that as you say, just <laughs> this particular time gets you out of the house. Yeah. Um, and yeah, something to sort of focus on and kind of free your mind. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's something that actually you don't need to keep um, 
going further with it maybe actually it's just maintaining it as a routine yeah which you i guess that depends on depends on your own each person's sort of own personality really if they sort of i mean these things tend to you, the natural sort of progression but i suppose yeah it depends if you're the sort of person who's like or wants to keep pushing yourself and challenging yourself and 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 whatever but i, I think for now it's just going to be something i do because i yeah i do f- feel good basically for doing it and uh and yeah definitely notice the the energy levels that's probably the biggest thing energy levels aren't kind of dropping in the afternoon or like i'm not feeling like i need like an afternoon nap i mean i sometimes do have an afternoon nap but uh, you were living the dream well i mean yeah to be fair i probably don't i mean it's only if if obviously murphy's not here but um yeah it's something that i don't generally feel like i i need to have i mean maybe i suppose about a year ago when yeah, when obviously Billy was was working and actually going into to work. Yeah. Like I'd almost kind of plan my days around a nap. So we'll come home from work and think, oh, I've got a couple of hours, I'll, I'll have a nap. Whereas I suppose now it's a different routine, her being here, but generally I don't feel like, oh yeah, I feel kind of quite necessarily full of energy, but I, I think my energy levels are steady. Sort of throughout the day now um i suppose i would recommend it to people just probably start with a with a cold shower yeah that's what i was going to say so would you so anybody listening if they want to try, <coughs> they want to get involved with cold water exposure cold water immersion or whatever you want to call it i guess the the sort of entry level test is is the cold shower side if, if people want to go further with it or they even want to just read up on it beforehand would you say like the Wim Hof website or books is a good place to start? He's, yeah, I mean, there's loads of podcasts with him on it. I mean, there's the one, I think he was on, um, he was on Good Morning. Uh, good Morning, this morning, what's it called? Yeah, this morning um, with, with Phil and Holly like a couple of months ago. I think he's been on there a couple of times now. Um, it's, there's loads of stuff on him. Uh, I don't, I actually, in a way, the, the, the cold water immersion thing, I mean, I find it easier to, to get in the sea or, or kind of actually immerse yourself rather than standing under a shower where it's too kind of easy to just jump out of the way or to scream and, and, you know, turn it, turn, yeah. turn it off. So I think it's easy to just get, you know, if you get, I'm getting into this bin thing and you kind of, you know once you're in you you're kind of in in a way it's much harder to kind of get out once once you're fully submerged than just step out the way of a shower do you um, do you go under or do you just go up to your neck um i generally just go up to my neck but sometimes if i'm being adventurous oh yeah just dunk my head under for a bit um i don't yeah I, again there's some studies or some people will say oh you know just just going up to the next fine other people say that oh you have to submerge yourself to get the full benefit of it i again i don't really know it's all kind of down to personal preference really but um but yeah so i I actually would say if you have like a a bin or maybe some sort of bath i suppose you could fill a bath up and and get in there uh, paddling pool paddling pool yeah um large bucket he does it in a there's a on the wim hof app there's a video of him just getting into like a barrel um just yeah filled it with ice and, and gets in that and just kind of crouches down into that um yeah so but i think generally i was not everyone everyone has a a big a big bin that they could sort of fill up and get into maybe not one that's sort of clean enough i literally bought this just to to get in it where did you um, where do you buy a bin where do, where do you yeah <clears throat> i just got it on ebay I just looked up big wheelie bin i think it was like maybe a 300 and 
60 liter bin or something um but your, yeah your so. grass your grass must be well watered the amount of used used bin water that you're pouring yeah, is that's the trouble it is difficult to empty because it's quite heavy so i have to kind of like take know, a run up we'll scoop bits out first because you i don't think i could sort of tip it up at the moment um but yeah the grass is in quite good condition <laughs> um um yeah but i think cold showers is probably an easier um it's not easier but but something that, that you know everyone can try can do yeah um, or at least you know try um and then progress and, to, and, the, and to a bath progress to a to a bath or to you know if you've got any kind of lake nearby or, or something that you could just go and quickly dunk yourself into or if you live near the sea there's you know yeah so this at the moment there's a lot of people just driving to um along the seafront today to go to Chalkwell. there was pockets of of sort of people that were kind of just jumping in a few kind of people that were clearly serious swimmers but there was more people that were just yeah just getting in immersing themselves with woolly hats on so they obviously had no intention of getting their getting their heads under yeah um and it's, yeah more so than ever at the moment um and hopefully yeah, it's, it's something that will probably be more and more popular or maybe it's just because of lockdown people losing their minds maybe but yeah, people yeah. must be must be hearing about it somewhere though, because it's not dawned on me to to do that. Like, but they you don't really live near my, a body of water, do you? I guess yeah. Maybe if you live in a, an area near the sea, maybe you, you just get yeah. used to swimming in it when the weather's good, and, and because you're bored, you you think, oh, okay, I'll, I'll go in. Yeah, it. Try, I suppose if you drive past and see people doing it, you think, oh, <coughs> they're doing it. Why can't I? Or that looks fun. Um, or, I don't know, yeah. Um, so, that being said, have you got any you know, inclination yourself to, to get into a bin full of water or have a cold shower? I was, or... I was just thinking, yeah, I, I, I am, and, and that's why I wanted to talk on this podcast, because well, I am intrigued by it, and, and I am constantly looking for new things to try um to i guess yeah i guess just break the routine a little bit and and get some try and help stress and and you know lockdown and and work and parenting and things like that are stressful sure. so it's always nice mm-hmm. to try and find something there's lot same with the breathing exercises i'd i'd like to to dabble with some of that and it, it's just it's just mm-hmm. making yourself find that time to do it and um mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe. I mean, I know a guy with a bin now, so maybe yeah, next time. <laughs> come and change the water first, though, because you said you don't change it for a week. Which Well, you're not drinking it. I mean, just... Just bathe in it. Get in. <laughs> <Yeah>. Submerge in <laughs> it. Yeah, no, I am, I am intrigued. It's getting past that fear, I think, because even the thought of, yeah, I could just about handle the cold shower, but the thought of filling the bath with cold water and getting in it, it almost like makes you shudder but i guess yeah it's that facing that fear of doing it and then doing it a few times where you actually see the benefit of it and you think oh i'm quite looking forward to that later or yeah it's yeah. T- it's 10 30 at night i'm i'm gonna go and do it it's mm. i'm yeah i'm intrigued by that um yeah it's a little bit different to to the norm of going for a walk or meditation and, and things like that it's something a bit more extreme and a bit more challenging i think in that sense though it could be you know uh, if you think oh, i'm done any exercise this week uh, or you know oh, i haven't got that much you say you've only got half an hour and you think oh well, i haven't got time to get ready and go for a run i could just have a cold shower for two three minutes and not necessarily get the same benefits of a run but probably you know similar sort of benefits and you've you've sort of you've done something different you've taken yourself out of your comfort zone so there's that sort of mindset thing that 
you've overcome something that you know you, you you didn't want to do and you've done it yeah so i think that can sort of again help with your mindset and help with kind of you know positivity and general sort of kind of believing in yourself and all that kind of stuff um you know yeah, so, so for me i mean having that you know a bin full of water that's freezing cold i could sort of think oh well i've only got half an hour i've got time to go for a run or do some weights or anything i'll just dunk myself in that for, for five ten minutes or however and you yeah if you know you're gonna at least feel good after it then that's that's something and do you um, actually find that knowing that it's there knowing the bin is there if you're feeling stressed or anxious or, or whatever does it help knowing that it's there and actually do you use that as a a sort of treatment for that like oh i'm 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 peed off about something i'm gonna go and dunk dunk myself in um i don't think i mean you know i mean i, I don't really get that kind of peed off or, or annoyed about stuff but i, I think mm. yeah there is uh that kind of aspect that i sort of think for maybe if i've had like a a stressful day or something stressful happened I think well not that I think oh, it'll be alright I'm sitting in the bin tonight <laughs> but I think that there is an aspect of like when I'm sitting when you're sitting in there and just kind of you don't really have um, not have, have time but you, your mind is sort of drawn away from those worries because you're sitting in a bin thinking that uh, I'm quite cold, cold so cold, you need to cold. kind of yeah, and that's again something that that, that Hoff said on one of his uh, podcasts. He's it was like you know the cold says shut up and sort your sort your breathing out and regulate your body temperature now and or you're going to die. Obviously not um, in the bin, but in sort of you know ex- extreme kind of ice temperatures, ice cold temperatures, you you do have to just kind of focus on staying staying alive and you're yeah. probably not thinking about oh the, the argument i had or whatever so maybe whether that's a tool that can help i think it is yeah a um a useful tool to, to sort of have as yes whether it's enhancing your recovery or or, or sleeping better increase energy is it's something that i know is there and i will continue to to use yeah well thank you for for coming on and and talking about this it's been really interesting it's been really interesting for me and i think it's going to be interesting for people that have never even heard of of the idea everybody knows about having cold showers and things but nobody knows mm. <clears throat> not everybody knows that it's the theories behind it and the 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 benefits yeah, yeah I, I hopefully people are going to find it really interesting so so thank you to everyone for listening uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just search Sidekick Community or Sidekick Stories and we'll pop up. And please do give us a rating on Apple Podcasts if you enjoy the show. So, Jay, thank you for coming on and we'll speak to you again soon. Thank you very much. Cheers. Mm-hmm.